Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? And welcome to the Dad Life Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Daniel. But since we're all friends on here, mm, I guess you guys can call me D2. And this is my little slice of the podcast pie. Ready, set, play the intro. Yo, 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 what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, welcome back to the Dad Life Podcast on this day, May 27th, 2019. And you know what that means? That means that today is Memorial Day. And one of the things that I am super appreciative and thankful for is for the soldiers who fought for and died for this country and for the soldiers who are still fighting for this country. You know, I am super thankful for that. But you know what else I am very, very thankful for? is As a parent, I am super thankful for other parents who discipline their children. <laughs> now that was a segue. <laughs> but yes, obedient children... I love to see that. Like, um, say I'm out in public and I see a parent, I see a child, you know, acting out. And I see a parent tell that child one time and that child straightens up. That is like, that is awesome to me. (laughs) So, yes, that is going to be today's topic, boys and girls. Obedient children. But, you know what we gotta do first? It's time for another another dad joke. My wife caught me cross-dressing and she said it was over between us. So I packed her clothes and left. Yes, yes, yes. Obedient children. That is one of my favorite things to see in this world, especially as an adult. And today, in this day and age, man, I love to see an obedient child because like I've witnessed, you know, so many times how young people, you know, just disrespect their parents, any other adults and older people, you know, it's a lack of respect and that bothers me you know like you i was taught to always respect your elders and i believe that's that that's how it should continue on you know that's what i am instilling in my children and it all it started maybe yeah before i was married it would irk me when i was seeing adults like tell their child, you know, just continue, like repeatedly tell their children something over and over and over again, you know, and that it really got under my skin, you know, and by the sixth or seventh time of that adult saying it, saying it to the child, <laughs> you know, I was a little voice in my head was had me ready to, I was like, you know, person quit asking this child to do something and make this child do something, you know. It's it's obviously that they're not going to do what you want them to do. 
And I believe that, you know, everything with a child starts at home with his parents. Now, if it's if your child isn't going to listen to you, then it's going to go to school and everywhere else and not listen to any other adults. And there is a problem because everybody knows as soon as somebody put their hands on your child, you want to go off on them. So to not, I don't want to say permanently delete that problem, but to solve it, (laughs) teach your child at home, set guidelines for your child at home, you know, and when they, you know, boundaries and all that stuff. Now they're going to cross that line and you have to know, you have to let them know that's the line. You don't cross it, you know, and in that way, I don't even know what I'm saying right now, <laughs> but that's sort of how, you know, it's like a guide, you know, I, in my opinion, I want to say this in my opinion, it's a guy, you know, they're children. Of course, they're going to act, act out and all that stuff. They're kids. You know, that's what kids do. But you have to let them know that that's the line, you know, where the line is. So they don't cross it again. And man, I can't tell you how many times, like I've seen some people, some children, you know, like out in public, just running ahead of their parents, you know, like say in the mall, excuse me, in the mall. This, I remember seeing this little boy. He was, his parents were walking. And so he took off, (laughs) he took off running. We were in, I was in like, um, a clothing store. I can't remember which one it was. I want to say like JCPenney or something like that or Dillard's. I don't even know if they're called Dillard's anymore. They might not be called Dillard's. I don't know. But anyway, it was a clothing store (laughs) and the little boy took off running. And the first thing the mom does, see, just in a, the laziest voice ever, you know, say, get back here. Don't run. And the little boy kept running. <laughs> he kept running. And so I, I heard him, you know, but, you know, it wasn't my place to say anything. And so I continued my shopping. You know, I was, um, I want to say I was looking for like some khakis or something like that, you know. And, uh, the lady, the little boy, I heard the little boy, he ran like sort of behind me. I heard him run near me. And the lady is still in her lazy voice. Um, I can't remember what his name was. She was just like, get back here. You know, don't run from me. Get back here. And a few, a few moments later, <laughs> I heard the little boy just spitting. Like, you know, just, you know, that spit sound that, you know, when you're spitting on something, when kids spit on something. Just spitting. And I turned around and he was spitting on the clothes in the store. And I was in shock, you know, because I wanted to take off my belt right there and whoop him. And his mom, she just strolling on over. Come here, you know, don't do that. That's not right or something like that. And at that point, I was like, this little boy's finna get a whooping <laughs> and it's gonna be by me, you know. But you know, it, that had oh man, I can't tell you guys how much that just got under my skin, you know. And I in my head, I think that she should have, you know, 
discipline him right there on the spot because that's where he was doing it at. You know, he know he was wrong. The look in his eyes showed well, it told me that he knew what he was doing. And she just, you know, just in a lazy voice, just grabbed him by the hand, said, stop it. That's not right. Let's go. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, that that couldn't have been me, because if that had been me, my parents would have tore me up right there, right then and there, you know, to let me know. That is not what I do. That is not what anybody does, you know, especially in public. You don't go, you know, you don't go spitting on stuff in public. You don't spit on anything. And <laughs> oh, yeah, if you guys haven't figured out by now, I am a fan of the old school ways you know when it comes to discipline your child i don't mind a whooping you know i don't mind whooping them now i'm not saying beat your children i'm not saying you know just beat them you know but a whooping yes they're children they're going to act out <laughs> you know like if these kids if some of these kids i've seen today if they have you know been raised like how we were back in the older day back in the day i'm not super old don't don't go there <laughs> but back then i don't think they would be doing this stuff you know because i don't i respect all my elders you know i don't care who you are i try to show respect to all of my elders and that's because that's what my parents taught me and um like let's I remember saying yeah one time a few times to my grandmother. You know, she asked me something, you know, and I'd be like, Yeah. And you know, my dad or my mom, whoever was there at the time, was like, you know, no, you know, they give me that look. <laughs> you know, and one time I you know, I was just you know, wasn't paying attention to it and I was like, Yeah. It was an adult it wasn't even my grandmother, it was an another adult. And I, was, and I was like, yeah, when I answered them. And right then and there, I got a whooping. And, you know, right then and there, that's when I learned my lesson. You know, respect my elders. Always. And that's the lesson that's still in, in my head right now, you know. I don't care who you are. If you are my elder, I will respect you. And uh, let's see, where was I? I got off track with that story. <laughs> but yes, I am a fan of the old school ways when it comes to, you know, whoopings. I don't mind a whooping or a spanking. I don't like beating children. No, 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 no. I don't believe in that. There's a difference. A whooping is maybe a few taps, you know, and you tell them why. And you make them apologize or whatever. But a beating is you take a belt, you take something, and you just hit them hard as you can. You know, that's a beating. No, I don't believe in that. <laughs> now, to me, another reason why obedient children are so important to society is because most obedient children, they tend to grow up and be obedient adults. And if you guys didn't know... America spends more on its prison systems than it does its public schools. Let me repeat that. America spends more on its prison systems than it does its public schools. 
And this has been going on for a while. So, and I remember when I first read that, though I've read a few articles about it, you know, and I, I kind of got sad because it, I don't know. It just made me sad to think that, you know, at what point in whoever is in prison, at what point in their life did they say, I'm going to do this, you know, because they probably knew the outcome of what they were doing. And they they still chose to do it anyway. And, you know, as a parent, as a dad, seeing, in my mind, seeing your child incarcerated in any type of way has got to be one of the saddest things in the world. You know, and that's something that I never want to experience. One, because I really don't think my heart could take seeing my son behind bars. And two, well, yeah, that's it, man. It's just my heart couldn't take it. I really couldn't, you know. So, therefore, I strive to make sure that my son knows the rules. You know, there are rules inside the house. There are rules outside the house. There are rules when he goes to school. There are rules when he goes everywhere because he likes to go with me now. You know, he's at that age where he just want to follow me everywhere. And so, one of the things that I make sure I teach them is their rules, you know. And I know that as a parent, you know, to get an obedient child is not an easy task, you know, because when it comes to the rules, like in a child, you will have to remind them quite a few times, you know, more than twice, more than three times. And in some cases, a whole lot of times, you know. And it gets tiring as a parent, you know, because, and I think that's where some parents, you know, some parents sort of ease up, you know, telling the rules. But as a parent, you can't do that, you know, in my opinion, you know, you, you can't do that. I don't care how old they are. If they break that rule, you have to remind them because once they get grown and go out into society, you're not going to be there with them everywhere they go. You know, you're not going to be able to protect them and tell them of the rules when they do something or get in trouble. That's when the law going to get involved. And once again, you know, if the law is involved, it's not going to be a good outcome. So, yeah, as a parent, you know, it's hard. Trust me. I know. I know because we've told my son some things. We have to keep telling him some things and some things he get just, you know, after a few times, you know, after a few times, we tell him, and he's like, okay, so, you know, that's the rule. But there are some things that, you know, we have to keep reminding him of. Because, you know, he's only six, you know. And it's, <laughs> you know, as a parent, I, I understand it's hard. It's not an easy task. So, yes, obedient children. That is one of the things that I am most thankful for on this Memorial Day. Obedient children and all of the adults in that child's life who make sure, the hardworking adults who make sure that that child stays obedient. Now, when I say the adults in that child's life, I don't just mean the mom and the dad. You know, I mean every adult in that child's life because I'm also a firm believer in that it takes a village to raise a child. You know, for example, my son, he's not with me 
24-7. He's not with me and his mom, you know, all the time. Sometimes he's with his grandparents, you know, either my parents or her parents. Sometimes he's with his aunts and uncles on my side or her side, you know. And so they know that we have rules for my son. You know, they know that we have standards. And they know that we expect him to live up to those standards. And they have permission, you know, to, if he gets out of line, you know, you put him back in line. Now, I don't mean beat him, you know. I mean, if he gets out of line, you know, you can tell him. Or if he if he goes too far, you know, spank him, you know, because he, they're, they're family, you know. And they have that permission from us to make sure he stays in line. Now, with his grandparents, obviously, you know, grandparents are going to be grandparents, you know. So they're a little... They're a little more lenient on the rules, especially my parents. My parents, like, my parents make it seem like it's just hard to tell a child no, you know. <laughs> and her parents sometimes, too, like, her mom and her dad, it's like, no, just tell him no, you know. But they, they they just seem like they can't do it. But, no, I'm a firm believer, and, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. It's time for another, another dad, dad, joke, joke. I tripped over my wife's bra. It was a booby trap. <laughs> now, before I get out of here, I have a few stories to share with you guys about how kids are, you know, kids these days are just just shocking stories that I have that I've heard, you know, or people have told me. Um, I have a personal Twitter account. And I have over a thousand followers, I think. Now I'm not bragging on that fact, <laughs> but I I just you know just made a um a tweet and I was like you know, are there any teachers you know who have weird stories about kids you know misbehaving in class you know stuff like that, and it it was up for like a day or two and one morning I was getting off work, <laughs> and I just all just instantly got a a message, you know, from in my inbox from a teacher. And this is one this is one of the stories. She told me two stories, but this is one of them. The first one she told me that she's a teacher of seventh graders and I don't I don't want to mention where she's from and all that stuff, but she gave me that info and I'm I'm not putting it on the internet on on my podcast, but she's a seventh grade teacher and she um one of her students was playing with something. I don't know what it was. I forgot what it was. Um, it was like a a fidget spinner or something like that. You know, just you know, just spinning it around in class. You know, and obviously he know he wasn't supposed to be doing that. So she took it from him, and she says the next thing she know, people around him were you know. A girl, a few girls that sat near him was like, ew, you know, just yelling out, you know, and boys started telling him to stop. And turns out that he started touching himself in the middle of a classroom, you know. And I was like, what? You know, just just super shocked by the little story that she shared. And she said that he said that if I can't play with that I'm going to play with something. And, you know, <laughs> and 
I was, I just can't believe that. I'm, I was just in shock when she told me, you know. And the first thought that came to my mind was, where is his father? You know, did he even have a father growing up? You know, he's only in seventh grade, so he's still in that learning phase. But where is his father? Because that's something that, a that's a conversation that a father and son should have, you know, about that. I know um, all teenagers are curious, you know, when it comes to, you know, sexual sex and stuff like that. But that right there is a conversation that a father and a child should have, you know. And I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you 100%. He knew he was doing wrong. You know, he knew it. Without a doubt in his mind, he knew it, you know. And it's, uh, I just... It's just a shocker to me. <laughs> it's it's just crazy, man. Like, that is happening in this day and age. A seventh grade boy just touching himself in class. Like, wow. Just, just wow. <laughs> Another story that comes from my Twitterverse <laughs> is um, a te another teacher who teaches, like, fifth grade fifth or sixth grade I think she said fifth grade but she says one of the most craziest things that has happened to her this year was that one of her students found a tick or a bug some type of bug she said a tick but I don't know I think she said a tick yeah okay a tick and she said he found a tick in class and he bit it in half you know <laughs> and you know he was showing everybody the part that was in his hand, I think, and the part that was in his teeth, you know, just holding it in his teeth. And again, <laughs> I was like, what in the world is going on with these kids, with that child, that child in particular, you know, I don't want to generalize all kids, <laughs> but, you know, and the first thing that came to my mind was like, where is his parents, you know? And secondly, what are they teaching him? I mean, like, what are they letting him do at home? Because that type of behavior doesn't just start out in school, you know. Everything, like I said before, everything starts at home. Now, does he do this? Now, if he do this at home and they don't, you know, discipline him, something he is... I don't know. Something has, has got to happen, you know. <laughs> but wow, you know, and she said she was so disgusted by it. She she didn't know what to do. You know, she just immediately she didn't try to move it out of his hand or his mouth and then she just told him to go to the office, you know. And I don't blame her. This last and final story comes to you guys from my Instagram account. Um I it was this video. Um, a young man was just sitting in the lunchroom. You know, it was lunchtime, I'm thinking. And he was sitting at the lunch table and he had his earpod, AirPods in. You know, AirPods are like these little music earbuds that you stick in your ear. You know, they're just wireless. Now, there are some... Now, some of the Apple brand are super expensive. And there's a knockoff brand that is like 30 bucks, you know. But they are, they're both white and you really can't tell the difference 
unless you, you know, look at the, the AirPod itself. But anyway, this young man was sitting at the lunch table listening to his music, I'm guessing, with his Air- AirPods in, wireless earbuds. And somebody, another young guy walks up behind him, takes it, takes one of them out of his ear, puts it in his mouth, takes a bottle of water. The guy, you know, he takes, then he takes a bottle of water and drinks it. And again, (laughs) and I'm guessing he swallowed it, swallowed it, just swallowed a, a wireless earbud, you know, from somebody's ear. And again, I was just shocked by the behavior of this of the that dude, you know. Just walked up behind the guy, took his ear out of his ear, put it in his mouth, drunk some water, and swallowed it. And <laughs> at first, I was like, "Oh, you know, it, it's one of those moments where you just hit your hit your hit your head and be like, oh my goodness, you know." But then I was like, why would anybody just do that? And again, my my first thought was like, where are his parents? (laughs) What did they teach him at home? What did he not get at home? Like, one, that's just disrespectful to anybody. Especially like, um, I don't want to say the expensive, but if they were the Apple brand, the Apple brand earbuds are like $100 or $200. Now the knockoff versions are like maybe thirty bucks, but if those were the Apple brand, <laughs> that was it's one is just plain disrespectful. Two is nasty to take some somebody that's been they've had it in their ear, you know. I don't know for how long it was in his ear, but it was nasty. You know, you don't take nothing out of nobody's ear and eat it. And three, he was a high schooler. Again, he knew what he was doing. And again, why would you want to do that? You know, and you know, the person who was recording it thought it was funny, obviously. But I was just disgusted by it. Disgusted and shocked by it, you know. And the behavior of kids these days is, it's, it's, it's a lot, you know. It's a lot to process. Because we, I didn't do that when I was in high school, you know. Because my parents taught me, you know. Do unto others as you would want them to do unto you. So, <laughs> I it was just shocking to me, man. And again, I was just knocked back by the whole video. And that pretty much wraps it up for this episode, boys and girls. I'm I'm all out of stuff to discuss. Check back with me next week when I'm sure I have plenty more dad stuff to ramble on about. Some of it could help you guys out, and some of it might not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, hey, at least it'll be entertaining. (laughs) Okay, cool. I'll see you guys next time. Here's the outro.